Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Reggie's Expressions. But before we get started, I need to tell you about how great this application called Anchor is. That's the application that I'm using to record this right now. This application is great because it allows you to be able to record a podcast and do all the things that you need in terms of editing in one place, all right? I used this application before, and not only did I have to record it, I had to download it from this thing and add it to this and add it. It was just too much. I found out about Anchor, and I realized how easy it was. They have all the creation tools and everything that you're going to need right from your phone. You can edit, you can add music, whatever you need directly from the application. Like I said, it's all in one place. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. I can't reiterate that enough, all right? So all you guys got to do is go and download the Anchor app, either from your Google Play Store or your Apple Play Store or wherever you get your, your apps from on your phone. Or you can do it the traditional way by going to anchor.fm to get started. All right, guys, enjoy this episode. Thank you so much again. And don't forget, you can find us on Reggie's Expressions, and that's Reggie's underscore expressions on Instagram. Enjoy the episode. What's up, guys? How you doing? Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. Um, And uh, it makes me happy to know that I have people who actually enjoy listening to the podcast and enjoy you know the points of view but i would love you guys love for you guys to be a little bit more interactive if possible so if you guys have any questions or anything that you want answered uh in a real way all you got to do is hit me up on reggie's underscore expressions and that's spelled r-e-g-g-e-e-s underscore expressions E-X-P-R-E-S-S-I-O-N-S on Facebook and on Instagram, okay? Um, And let me know, because I love continuing the conversation. Sometimes I I can talk all day, but I can't podcast all day. So that gives us an opportunity to continue the conversation and maybe pick up on some thoughts that we didn't necessarily uh, think of during the time frame. So again, I appreciate each and every one of you guys out there sharing. I appreciate each and every one of you guys who, you know, uh, download the the episodes and go back and listen to them and comment. Really appreciate it. Please continue to do so as we continue to watch this grow. All right. Thank you guys again. Reggie's Expressions Season 3. Whoop, whoop. Guys, if you are in the local Orlando area, this is for you. Um, I have to tell you guys this story. It is probably the, the, the best story ever. A few years ago, Carlos and I were frequenting the local Orlando farmer's market that they have. And the cool thing about it is they have a lot of sights and sounds and a lot of things out there that's great, enjoyable, good food, and just a good atmosphere. Well, obviously, you know, with the coronavirus, that has been limited. But the uh, farmer's market is open again. 
and it has one of our favorite people there. It's called Worthy Cakes. You can find them on social media, and you can also find them on their website, www.worthycakes.com. Now, this is the best way to eat cake, all right? They are in a mason jar packed with so much goodness and flavor for any flavor of cake you can think of. She has red velvet. She also has uh, uh, fudge brownie and birthday cake. And she also cooks them in gluten-free. As she says, cooking and baking cakes is not work. It is fun for her. She enjoys it. You can go to the website, www.worthycakes.com. You can order. And you can go to her physical location, which is in the uh, uh, Winter Garden area. And she will also be able to service you there. Okay. Her hours of business is from 1030 to 630, Tuesday through Saturday. She's closed Sunday and Monday um, because she's normally at the farmer's market. And she also does the farmer's market in local Winter Garden, too, um, as well. So... Go down and check her out. And if you do go check her out, please let her know that Reggie sent you. Because Carlos and I absolutely love those cakes. I'm on my way down there now. I don't even care about the uh, 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 the farmer's market. Just kidding, I do. And I'm so excited to have her cakes because this has been so long. And I'm excited that she has a uh, storefront too. So go check her out. Tell her that Reggie sent you. And I promise you, you will not be disappointed, all right? We're going to get back into the topic, y'all. Thanks for listening again. Hey, what's up, guys? I know you guys are like, what? We get three episodes in one week? You know what? I got to make up for uh and make up for lost time. I appreciate everybody. And I all, I know I always say this, but I am indebted to you guys because it is exciting for me to be able to see that I have over 1.3K people that has listened to the episodes and actually attached onto it and and get into it as well as uh, as myself. You know, being a black boy from Albany, Georgia who's always had a mouth for <laughs> for talking you know to, to to see that people actually identify with it is is amazing and it solidifies the reason why I started this podcast to be able to not only speak up for myself and process things that I need to process also but also speak up for others who might not necessarily find it easy so Thank you so much again for listening. I really appreciate each and every one of you. And I will continue to give you guys great content. And also, you know, show up in a way that I would love to see for myself. All right. So, yes, we're going to get right on into today's topic. Um, And today's topic is going to be about the coronavirus shot, the vaccine that has uh, come out at the beginning of this year. Um, Over 100 million people have been vaccinated so far. The response to the vaccination has been very, very good. And um, I wanted to tell you guys a little bit about my personal experience and my decision behind why, or what made me decide to ultimately take the vaccine. So, um, 
coronavirus last year was devastating to us all. So far, um, over 3 million people have been killed by the uh, coronavirus in the U.S. Not the U.S., I'm sorry. In the country, in the, uh, the world, okay? 3 million people has been killed. Um, a lot of those could have been prevented because early on we didn't know much about it. We didn't know how to handle it. And it was very contagious and, and dangerous. Um, and as time has gotten on, um, we hasn't we haven't stopped losing people from uh, Corona. Um, I think we've kind of minimized the uh, the effects of it, you know, by getting fast treatment and and, uh, you know, knowing what to do in terms of quarantining. And, you know, before, it, it, you know, in the beginning of the pandemic, I felt like we were treating it like it was a plague, like it was like, don't touch him, don't be around him. It was a very grim slash contagion way of, of dealing with it. Um, if you guys have seen that movie, uh, you know what reference I'm talking about. So, yeah. Um, but science has grown and, you know, a uh, vaccine has been put out, um, which, you know, I, it has been met with skepticism, rightfully so, especially in the black community, rightfully so. And we're going to get into that today. Um, but uh, I have had friends who've passed, uh, not passed away, but I've had friends who have been, um, you know, affected by the virus. I did have a coworker that actually did pass away, um, you know, from uh, from COVID, which was absolutely horrible because he was a, a young man, um, a, a very good young man. And it was shocking that he passed away from it. Um, and, uh, I've had a slew of people who, you know, um, had symptoms that were severe, like, you know, Corona, but, you know, weren't diagnosed with it, which kind of leads me to believe that there was a false positive, but that's a whole different situation. But yeah, I think everybody in this world, in this country at this point has dealt with somebody or know someone who's, you, you know, been touched by Corona and that's how big this pandemic is, which is why we call a pandemic, call it a pandemic. You know, it is very serious, you know, and um, we definitely should take every precaution necessary because that virus has ravaged the black community, especially where I'm from. I'm from Albany, Georgia, and there were a lot of family members that uh, that were affected. A lot of you know, friends uh, who lost family members. When I say it, it affected Albany, as recent as February, which is, you know, uh, the beginning of the year, you still cannot go into places and eat and sit down. I mean, Florida has been open since the pandemic happened. I mean, we were closed for like a month and we opened right away. Um, so it was very surprising to me to see, you know, that a lot of the bill, uh, uh, businesses were still shut down in that way. But then it, I had to consider that Albany was one of the hardest hit areas in South Georgia. And uh, there were a lot of family members, you know, um, of friends that passed away. I and mean, it just really ravaged the city quite a bit. And you can tell that Albany is definitely uh, trying its best to get back to where it's at. Um, and that was very disheartening to see. But, um, you know, it's it was evident to see how much it affected the people in Georgia, um, let alone in the, you know, in the state. So, 
you know, it's something that we definitely need to be precautionous, uh, precautionous. We definitely need to be precautionary, precautionary. Goodness, Reggie, what is happening? Did this shot take your tongue too? Goodness. Um, back on track. But uh, yeah, I decided to take the um, coronavirus uh, shot, uh, COVID-19 shot. And uh, the initial reason that I was apprehensive about doing it, and it takes one word, uh, well, there was two reasons, Tuskegee, and I also, three, I'm sorry, Tuskegee, which I'm going to explain to you guys a little bit about here in a moment. Um, It also had to do with the proximity um, to me, you know, the ease of access in which I had it. And then lastly, it was... um, um, the, um, what were the side effects? I just needed more information behind the, the coronavirus. Cause it was just, you know, uh, Trump had been, uh, touting it for a while and I don't trust anything that he says. So he was touting it for a while and I was just really not interested in, in hearing or seeing it at all, um, uh, from him. Um, I just didn't believe it, you know, um, and the, you know, the proximity to me, like in Florida, they had layers and, you know, not layers, but levels in which they had people, uh, that were able to, and I think that happened everywhere, you know, uh, healthcare workers, you know, uh, um, frontline workers were first, um, uh, then it was, you know, pre-existing conditions and then, you know, 65 and up and you know it was different levels before they offered it veterans so on and so forth and when it became available for myself and Carlos we were in the age range um you know there were appointments that were backed up for weeks you know people that were still a part of the previous you know uh uh levels still hadn't got it so it was it was backlogged quite a bit and, uh, you know, for me, being a veteran, I decided to take the veteran route, you know, go to the local VA in my area, but it wasn't available to us just yet. So that, you know, my concern, that and my concern for the side effects were, you know, a couple different reasons why I didn't chomp at the bit of getting the, 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 the virus. And I'm also a gentleman who I used to get flu shots often when I was in the military, cause it wasn't an option. I had to, um, I found myself always getting sick. So that was something that I was leery about to begin with anyway. So I didn't really, you know, put forth an effort to try to make that happen. Um, for, you know, for the fear of getting sick. Cause I had gotten sick from other vaccinations before. And, uh, you know, um, one day I was sitting at home on a Saturday, as I sometimes do, and I saw an email from the VA saying they had an open house, um, you know, for the vaccine, for a Pfizer uh, vaccine. Um, and uh, I had a tough time pronouncing that. I was calling it Pfizer, uh, Pfizer. I was calling it, I don't know, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and Johnson and Johnson was by appointment only. So it took a little bit longer. So I took the, the Fitzer one, 
Um, but yeah, it was just an email that I read and I went down and I got it and I took the, um, took the shot and you know, it was easy peasy. And, um, also I told, I talked to you guys, I, I said to you guys about my hesitation with getting it had everything to do with, um, you know, Tuskegee. It had a lot to do with Tuskegee. Now I know you guys are probably like, what's Tuskegee? Some of you guys are like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, and some of you guys are like, what the hell is Tuskegee? What is it? So the Tuskegee um, syphilis study. So I have this pulled up now just because I want to get the specifics right. Okay. So the Tuskegee uh, syphilis study was in 1932. It started in 1932 to 1972. And it was a human experiment in Alabama. So it went on for 40 years. Well into the 70s. Um, you know, early 70s. And the, the, what happened was, um, what happened was they gave black men, unsuspecting black men, um, the syphilis virus and did not tell them that they gave them syphilis virus, the syphilis virus, or the uh, syphilis, um, whatever you want to call it. Um, they weren't told that they were participating in this. Uh, they said that they would get free health care. That wasn't true. Um, and it was 600 African-Americans, you know, sharecroppers in Macon County, Alabama. Um, 399 of them had latent syphilis um, with the group uh, control, control group of 201 who were not affected. And over the years, these guys had affected you know, women and, and you know, uh, other, uh, you know, their significant others. It was just an atrocious, 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 um, horrible, eth ethical, treatment that they did to us. You know, the fact that they were able to get away with it, um, and, and lie to those unsuspecting, um, African-American uh, people and you know obviously when the story got out about what happened with that you know situation you know that put a lot of skepticism in a lot of black folks minds for the sole purpose of us being lied to I mean we have that happen when we talk about our experience you know being black anyway people tell us that what we experience is not what we're experiencing even though we know us you know that happens in every aspect you know, and that has definitely trickled down into us seeking help right away. That's also trickled down to us being, you know, uh, somewhat apprehensive to to change and wondering what the catch is um, involved. It was just a horrific stu study. So you guys, if you want to get more information about that, please look it up. Um, but that has definitely affected the black community, especially when it comes to being lined up, but, uh, being lined up and, and taking the vaccine. But, um, it is something I, I think the government was subpar in, uh, reconciling. I know in 1997, um, Bill Clinton did, um, apologize but I don't know if those men were, uh, or their family members were compensated, you know, at all. 
I don't think they were. And that just makes it much more egregious. Um, but you can find more information about that on uh, um, Wikipedia and on the internet to get more. Because it, it really is sad. And there's a movie about it. Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne is in the movie. I can't remember the name of it. But he's also in the movie. And um, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so yeah, go go look that up and that that will tell you the reason why black people are skeptical about certain things when it comes to medical. You know, I think a lot of times that stuff is ingrained in us. It's, imbre it's embedded in us, you know, that concern, that struggle, that fear, you know what I'm saying? Um, because we go through that stuff and, um, you know, the, the, the untreated side effects, you know, of, of dealing with that stuff is tough, you know? So, but uh, yeah, that that had uh, a play into it, you know, when they came, um, when they became, or not when they became, when they, um, what's up guys, how you doing? to stop last time because your boy was over here um i was parallel parking and y'all should have seen that shit that shit was clean it was it was it was sharp sharp that was an extra added focus i just left uh worthy cakes um and the interesting thing about her is that she didn't remember me initially and i still don't think she remember me after i took down that she was like oh, okay this boy um but uh, her name used to be before Nice People Eat Cake. Um, and, uh, or it may have always been Worthy Cakes, but I think then her website was Nice People Eat Cake. So, dot uh, com. Which will still direct you to Worthy Cakes. So, but um, yeah. I uh, just got done walking around Lake Eola or walking around the little section. I went to go get something to eat. Just a quick little snack and then walk around a bit people watch you know do stuff okay all right now y'all better be out here in a polyamorous relationship all right that's what i'm talking about holding hands together yes and they all cute too um but yeah um that was uh the hesitation really you know i was talking a little bit about tuskegee um syphilis uh, study um, which went from 1932 to 1972, a 40-year span, where they were being dishonest, and the government later found out, or found, not found out, found that, um, you know, it was, it was unethical in many different ways, 
And it's unfortunate that that happened at the hands of black folks. And that also added into the skepticism and in, in, in why. Um, also, I mean, the unknown, you know, uh, the fact that I didn't know what this thing was going to do. I didn't know how it was going to affect me specifically because every body and everybody is different. You know, some of the side effects and stuff that you may have might not be the same as the other person. So as I stated, I was going to share with you guys a little bit about my experience. So like I said I, earlier, I took it at the VA and that's because it became accessible to me. Um, I knew that I feared getting the vaccine, but I also fear Corona more. Um, just because of what I've seen it have uh, seen it do. And, you know, unfortunately these diseases and things like this, you know, that happens, you know, this pandemic, it always overwhelmingly affect black people even more, um, you know, because of, uh, access to medical care, um, the non-belief of the experience that they're having in terms of pain, the fact that they feel that we can take on more pain, um, than the average person and compound that with all your own self-doubts that will delay treatment in a lot of us. Um, and, uh, it's, it's a lot of that, that played around in my head in my decision in making it, but it actually was a very rash decision because it became available to me. Um, so I remember, you know, previously I expressed concerns about taking it, um, you know, before and how I was going to wait until I got more information and, you know, so far, you know, the information has been positive in terms of, you know, um, overall, um, effects of it. Uh, there was one, one young lady that did die after she took the COVID shot. So, um, I don't really know the specifics behind as to why, you know, she passed away from it, but there has been, um, I'm sure there's been multiple deaths, but that's the only one that comes to memory that I'm aware of. And, uh, you know, just people talking about the second shot. I mean, you got to take the first one first. The second shot was the one that kind of did me in. I had a lot of people that were in my circle that said that they got the second shot and that was the one that did the men. Um, I had only a couple friends that were like, oh, it didn't affect me. I was okay. It didn't bother me. I was fine. I didn't feel anything. Um, but my circle overwhelmingly was, yeah, you know, be ready. So I was concerned, you know, about that, um, for the sole purpose of, 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 uh, of the side effects of the second shot. <clears throat> and I, when I was in the military, I did take, you know, as I was stating to you guys before, I used to get sick from flu shots often, you know? So that was another thing that also was like, you, this more than likely you're going to have a bad uh, reaction to it. But honestly, the first shot that I took, I had no symptoms other than the soreness at the, uh, the shot site, you know, that was, manageable um i remember moving my arm throughout the day to make sure it didn't get stiff um after i took mine carlos had already made up in his mind that he was going to take it 
he was just concerned about the excess ability to him too but the week after i took mine he was able to you know get an appointment uh, in mount dora um uh with little to no weight at all um for the vaccine so he's uh waiting on his second one which is not until later on this week and um you know the first it went fine you know took it you know just soreness around the 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 shot site and and that was really it now the second one that one which is the one that i got a couple days ago that one did me in i have to say and i the reason i'm putting this information out here is because i want you guys to be able to make an informed decision for yourself whatever the factors may be that you decide to take it let that be it um but yeah it was it really did affect me i started to have you know aches throughout the day (coughs) after i took it um on thursday and that was this past thursday and after you know as the night went on you know friday happened and uh friday morning and i just remember being in bed just like frozen because it would it hurt it it my body was achy and i had developed a cough you know like a uh kind of a whooping cough to me so uh, which wasn't something that a lot of people said that they had experienced so i you know didn't feel well enough to be able to kind of do the normal day-to-day stuff so um that was i spent most of the day in bed on friday and then on saturday um, which was yesterday it was a little more of the same um you know just lightheadedness um you know achiness which the achiness has gone away um for me um just fatigued yesterday i mean fatigue was both days but yesterday i slept for most of the day i slept until about four and i eventually woke up and was like all right well i need to go get something to eat you know um and uh it just it was it was equivalent to i was gonna say soup flu-like symptoms um you know the 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 expectation that they say that you that you have but it was it was almost as if i had the flu it was really that bad and um i did not enjoy it um i found myself getting hot and cold uh flashes you know i would get really hot and i'd get really cold like yesterday i felt like i was on fire most of the day uh, especially around my ears and my neck area and then the day before that i kind of had chills and i'm normally a hot-blooded guy like i typically am always hot and for me to not be hot on on uh friday you knew something was wrong i didn't have a thermometer so i couldn't tell if i had a fever or not but carlos didn't suspect that i did have one um but you know we um you know i just had to let him know like hey this is this is the situation sir so if you're gonna take it you need to be ready because it's gonna do you in and uh i still feel a little bit of the effects now um i did have a uh, shortness of breath a little bit <coughs> um there wasn't any phlegm or anything that was coming 
from. I think it was just my body just kind of protecting itself and kind of working, you know, to, you know, to, to put this uh, virus in motion. But other than that, I mean, it's been a good experience. I cannot recommend or suggest that you take it or not. The only thing I can suggest is just do your research, you know, um, <clears throat> find out the accessibility of it in your area. Um, because I know that might have a lot to do with, I know people are thinking that there's lines out the yin yang and, and all this other stuff. But honestly, I was at Lake, Lake Eola just now, and there were two nurses out there that were given the, uh, the vaccine, um, uh, the shot, um, just freely just to people that were walking around and a couple people actually did take it. Um, so yeah, absolutely. The accessibility is a lot more easier than it was in the, you know, previous weeks, but you know, just do your research, you know, don't go and just make the decision to do it because, you know, everybody else is doing it. You know, I personally, it came down to, again, my protection of my family the protection of myself and the fear of the virus you know those were the main reasons why i decided that i wanted to um you know get the virus uh get the um shot so yeah all in all um <laughs> i can't give like a super full review on it i mean it, it, it's kind of what it's hard to review you know it's not something that you can be like oh well i give it a 10 out of 10 you know because it is something that you know could alter your health you know um there was also a, a concern about how the vaccine would be affected by the other uh medicines i take because um, i do take um i do have a medicine regiment um for my anxiety that I take on a day-to-day basis that concerned me and um you know that was part of my hesitation as well but you know I um my sister you know who's in healthcare, feel she took it she said that she just had the the soreness in the arm, arm the second time I actually got off the phone with a friend today who uh was telling me that the same thing happened like she ended up just being super fatigued, like she was super tired. Uh, she was at work, decided to go to work afterwards, and ended up falling asleep. Now uh, had to get her husband to come get her. And yeah, that's pretty tough, you know. That that's a pretty tough uh, situation. Um, and I also have had a you know friend. I have a friend who you know did survive COVID, and unfortunately, he's still experiencing side effects. You know. Um, he was telling me a couple days ago, he was at the gym and he just had this shortness of breath, you know, and he had the coronavirus about a year ago. He got that jaunt when it came out, you know, so for him to still be having the residual effects, you know, of, of Corona, you know, is, is, is scary. Um, and he was, he is a healthy young, you know, 30 something year old man, you know, so it's, it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing. But at the end of the day, you have to make sure you do the you know best for your family. Um, we also know that this virus has ra- ravaged this country in, in, in more ways than one, you know. And uh, at the very least, you can do is to just do your part. And if that means taking the vaccination, um, do so. Or if that means just continuing to social distance and 
and you know keep your mask on and and all those things and I absolutely saw a lot of people who didn't have masks on today but that's another story you know acting like corona is over just like typical Florida but you know what can you do <coughs> so that's about all I got guys I appreciate you for listening uh, to another episode of Reggie's Expressions thank you so much and uh, yeah don't forget to uh, follow <coughs> on Facebook uh, Reggie's underscore expressions and also on Instagram Reggie's underscore expressions as well all right you guys enjoy the rest of your day long story short do your research figure out what works best for you and then make a decision from that never make a decision on a whim you know think about it because these things have tendency to have a long-lasting effect all right so those are just my thoughts and uh i'll check in with you guys next week enjoy the rest of your day Oh, wait. Uh, yes, I'm back again. <laughs> yes, I talked about Worthy Cakes, but realized that I did not give you guys the address. So this is what this is going to uh, be. Again, her hours are Tuesday through Friday from 1030 to 630. Saturday from 1030 to 5. Closed Sunday and Monday. She also does the local winter garden um, farmer's market on saturday she also does the local uh orlando farmer's market on sunday okay she is out there now and the address is 13391 west colonial drive winter garden and that's 13391 west colonial drive and winter garden okay so if you guys want to go by there tell her that reggie sent you and uh you know see what happens enjoy it your taste buds will thank you trust me all right guys i'm out for real for real enjoy your week peace